Okay, let's begin our discussion of Parsha Zachremos Kedoshim, Tavshin Pei Gimel, and uh, again, jam-packed Parshios. All Parshios are jam-packed, but these two have many, many mitzvahs, as we know. Um, and the first part of Parsha Zachremos is, of course, the Avoda of Yom Kippur. We've noted in the past that the Yom Kippur element is not mentioned until the end. Right, we have the whole avoda, and the pasuk says bezos yavo aron alakodesh, and at the end the pasuk says that this is what he has an obligation to do on um, on Yom Kippur. But uh, the Vilna and the Meshachachma talk about that really, if the kohen gadol does this avoda, he could go in any day uh, into the kodesh kadashim. But we won't review that right now. Rabbi Sachs, in one of his svarim in source number one, um, has a fascinating comment. Uh, it's really one comment, but he says it in an article, as we know, regarding the Avodah of Yom Kippur. He says, let's think back to the first Yom Kippur. The first Yom Kippur was not about fasting, was not about Klal Yisrael so much as it was about Moshe Rabbeinu. If you think back to the whole history, it all started back on Shavuos. On Shavuos when Maimon Harsinai took place and Moshe Rabbeinu goes up the following day for the first time of the 40 days to be able to get the Luchos Rishonos. Forty days later, uh, Shavasa Batamus, uh was supposed to be a happy day, but it ended up being a tragic day, one of the five tragedies that happened on Shavasa Batamus, the breaking of the Luchos. And what happened to Moshe Rabbeinu do then, the day after, after taking care of business with Am Yisrael, goes back up, back up to uh, Har Sinai in order to beg, in order to salvage the relationship and doing what we can in order to stay to stay alive. So Kodesh Baruch doesn't destroy us. After 40 days of achieving forgiveness and working hard, he goes back up for a third time in order to be able to get the Luchos Shneos finally coming down on Yom Kippur. Finally coming down on Yom Kippur, <coughs> achieving forgiveness. Um, and if you look at... Um, the whole story is told in the first two paragraphs, but then on line 18, this was an extraordinary show of leadership, at times bold and decisive, at times slow and persistent. Moshe had to contend with both sides, inducing the Israelites to do tshuva and God to exercise forgiveness. Do tshuva and, and slich and kapara, going to Klai Yisrael, going to Agadosh Baruch Hu. There's so much going on. The good news is, on line 23, there once was a Moshe. And thank God for Moshe, because because of Moshe, we survived, we achieved forgiveness, and there was the Luchoshnios. The problem is, there was only one Moshe. Right? And... Moshe Rabbeinu was unique. There's nobody ever that's going to be like him in terms of nevuah. And the problem is, the challenge is that, what do we do now? How do we have a Yom Kippur after that Yom Kippur? That Yom Kippur was about Moshe Rabbeinu. That Yom Kippur was about his character. And the question that Rabbi Sachs asks is, and this is something that many um, uh, movements have, the problem is that there's a great leader that starts the movement, and then the great leader that is... It's beyond um, copying, passes on, so then things might fizzle. And things might not be able to duplicate itself because maybe it's all about the leader. It's all about that one individual. So what do you do? So Rabbi Sachs writes, that's the godless of Yadus. The godless of Yadus is that we take the um, amazing moment, unparalleled, um, in that process but then we formalize it into ceremony and into mitzvos and into avoda, which is then transferable. Transferable to other persons, to people who stay, go step into Moshe Rabbeinu's shoes. Says the, says the uh, Rabbi Sachs here. The answer is on line 32. Avodas Yom Kippurim. 
right? The day Moshe descended the mountain with the second Luchos was to be immortalized when its anniversary became a holy day, Yom Kippur. This time, though, the key figure was not Moshe, but it was Aaron. And Aaron as the first Kohen Gadol, and after Aaron, all the other Kohanim Gadolim stepping into his shoes. This is how you perpetuate a transformative event by turning it into a ritual, right? It's not about a person. It's about the religion. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu was able to create the um, kapara power after Moshe Rabbeinu would not be there anymore through the Avoda of Yom Kippur. And he quotes that this is the message of the, uh, the famous Chazal of, uh, we don't know where this Chazal is. But we mentioned this often in the past, right? The, a medrash that's quoted in the Hakdama of the Ein Yaakov, um, one of the great commentaries on Agada, uh, where the three-way machlokas, Tanoim, right? What is the Pasik HaKolel Batorah? The most important Pasik, the most inclusive Pasik in the Torah. And the first two opinions, of course, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad, which we all would have had on the list, and V'yahat L'Recha Kamocha. Those two. But then what's the third? Turning over the page, what's the third opinion? Benzoma. I'm sorry, that was Benzoma was uh, Shema Yisrael. Ben Nanas. Ben Pazi. Fourth line. A more inclusive principle still. The carbon tummit. What's the message? Many of the Bali Musr say the message of consistency. The message of day in, day out. Not a one-time thing. But how real growth happens and we, real religious achievement is routine. Shachris, mincha, mayriv. Shachris, mincha, mayriv. Right? It's every day, every morning. Every, there's a voda to do every single stage of our life. Right? All the high ideals in the world count for little unless they are turned into habits of action that become habits of the heart. Right? We all had moments of inspiration. Right during a shear, during a during a uh, a song, during a Shabbos, during a Yantif. there were these moments that we have. But if we don't somehow eternalize them and bring them with us, then they're not going to last, and they're just going to evaporate. How do we bring them with us? By having the consistency of Ma'aseh Mitzvos. We have a Yantif again, and we have a Mitzvah again. Judaism's greatness, Rabbi Sachs says, is that it gives space to both prophet and priest. Nevi'ah might not be duplicated, but there will always be Kohanim. Because the Kohen passes from father to son. To inspirational figures on the one hand, and on the other, daily routines, the halacha. And this is the, this is the leadership, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates a system where, as the Gemara says, Yiftach Bedorah Kishmuel Bedorah. Whoever the leader is, even if he's not on the same level as the previous generation, he could still be a leader. Kodesh Baruch Hu always gives us the leaders. And that's what the he says at the end, turning ideals into codes of action that shape habits of the heart is what Judaism and, lead, Judaism and leadership are about. So every day we have something to do, that's the point. The point is that we take it with us, that we make it part of our, part of our behavior, not just a one-time uh, momentary inspiration. Never lose the inspiration of the, of the Nevi'im, but never lose either the routines that turn into ideals, into acts, and dreams into achieve reality. So as we read Parshas Achremos, the Avoda of Yom Kippur, we should recognize and remember the original Yom Kippur, the original Moshe Rabbeinu amazing moments and what he achieved, but know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the opportunity to have Slicha, Mechila, and Kapara every single year, 
right? Not we don't need a Moshe Rabbeinu, so to speak. We don't need a Moshe Rabbeinu, right? It's not about uh, that individual, right? The Beshachachma writes. We mentioned this in the past uh, in one place that, in a certain sense, right? Hakadosh Baruch Hu didn't want us to focus on Moshe Rabbeinu, um, you know, totally, and that's one of the reasons why Moshe Rabbeinu had to um, pass on and not go into Eretz Yisrael. Because, to use his language, they would have just switched the Egel for Moshe Rabbeinu, and they would have deified him. And they would have thought, right, who knew Moshe Rabbeinu at the end of those 40 years? They didn't remember Moshe Rabbeinu as being a, you know, uh, a youngin growing up. Nobody knew him from that time. Moshe Rabbeinu comes back, he's 80 years old, and, you know, this is, this is Moshe Rabbeinu of the Nisim and the Flos. And they might have deified him there. Moshe Rabbeinu dies before going into Eretz Yisrael. Because it's about the Avodah. Moshe Rabbeinu was unique and, and one of the Animamins is about Moshe Rabbeinu, but it was put into the system through the Avodah of Yom Kippur. Okay. Moving right along. Yom Kippur. A story I heard many years ago. I forgot who I heard this originally from. Maybe from Rav Asher Weiss, maybe from others. But, uh, then I saw this story quoted, part of it in the Sefer Lisanik Besanugim here in source number three. There is, there was, Let's say before the before the Second World War, a little shtibel in Warsaw of the Hasidim Alexander, one of the sects of the uh, Hasidim, Alexander Hasidim, and in that shtibel they say Yom Kippur Katan. We know there's a minhag that goes back a couple hundred years, which is not too prevalent, uh, not too common, of tefilos to say on erev Yom Kippur, erev Rosh Chodesh, every erev Rosh Chodesh. To say slichos and to lay in vayachal and maybe even to fast. Erev Yom Kippur, if you Erev Yom Kippur Shabbos, you push it up. The concept of Yom Kippur Katan is quoted in some of the uh, commentaries on on Shulchan Aruch. It's not quoted in the Shulchan Aruch, I don't think, but it's quoted in some of the uh, the commentaries. So there's one shtibol that says Yom Kippur Katan of Alexander Hasidim in Warsaw, and it's not too common of a minag, but there's a story that goes along with it. How did this shtibol? Get the minog of saying Yom Kippur Katan. Why is this here? Because we're talking about Yom Kippur. We're talking about Yom Kippur, and as we'll see, the message of the story. So, if you look in source number three, he quotes the story of the Chafetz Chaim. The Chafetz Chaim was once traveling through Warsaw, and it was Erev Rosh Chodesh. The Chafetz Chaim goes into a shul to David Mincha, Nichnas Bedarko, and he says, "When's Mincha?" And they tell him when Mincha is, and um, you know they uh, they're about to start Ashrei. And the Chafetz Chaim happens to maybe look over the sitter and says, "Ashrei." Yom Kippur Katan, Slach Lanu Avinu, Slichus. They're like, we don't say Yom Kippur Katan. That's not, that's not the minak here. It's Lenu Einomer Tfilas Yom Kippur Katan. The Chavos Chaim says, why not? Right? Madua Hey Madirim Et Atzvami Tfilas Zushin Agubal Rabim. Right? What do you? Why not? Right? You don't want to do tshuva every erev erev Rosh Chodesh. Apitikin Amaram Kordevara, one of the great Kabbalists. I know it's Palim. It's not the minak. It's not the minute. So the Chavetz Chaim tells them a story. Is it a true story? Is it a mashal? Unclear. But this is the story that the Chavetz Chaim tells. Even if it's a true story, it's a mashal. The Chavetz Chaim says, As Darki Lavarsha, on my way to Warsaw from Radin, Osani Nesia Barakavit, I travel on the train. I know the, the Mr. Burra talks about the, uh, the train in different the halachic uh, contexts. You know, when you have to go for Natilas Yadayim, how far ahead, how far back, right? Four mil, one mil, do you measure by how long it walks or how long you can travel there? Do you count the train? Bigger distance. Oh, he talks about the train. Right, Mesilas Habarzel. I think that's what uh, he, uh, he called it. But anyway, he says, I was driving on the train. It's a long train rise and I don't want to be alone. 
I would rather have some company. I have some company to uh, to travel with. Okay, so my sahaya b'sheba alusi l'rakavet. When I got on the train, masasi yehudi yoshem mukaf b'chavilot. I see a Jew with his bundles on the train, and I said, "New Rabbi Yehudi, how much on a sale of Varsha? Where are you going? You going to Warsaw?" He says, "Yeah, I'm going to Warsaw." Chavos Chaim is like, "Great, I'll sit with you the whole time, and we will uh, we'll talk together." The problem was, when the train came to the first stop, the Jew sitting next to him started getting his bundles and started getting ready to get off the train. And I asked him, I said, you told me you're going to Warsaw. You know, what are you, what are you getting off the train for? What, what do you, uh, what, you, you change your mind? He says, no, I am going to Warsaw. Turning the page. I'm going to Warsaw. The problem is, I don't have enough money to make it all the way to Warsaw. So what do I do? I buy a ticket to the next stop. And then I get off at the next stop and I go around and I do some collecting and I may do some odds and end jobs and I, uh, you know, do my thing to be able to get, make a few, uh, make a little bit of money. And I see says, I, I have some tits here and, and kippahs and sidurim and whatever until I get enough money and then I buy a ticket and I get back on the train and eventually I'll get to Warsaw. But you know, I don't, I don't have enough money to buy one big ticket to take me all the way. I'm not, I'm not in that, I'm not in that space. You know, ah, little by little, little by little, that's what I could do, says the Chafetz Chaim. There are some very rich people out there that could daven on Yom Kippur and that could take them all the way to the next Yom Kippur. They can make it the whole way, one train ride, they have, they could pay for a, a ticket that'll take them the whole way. Says the Chafetz Chaim, I, I can't do that. I can make it, maybe make it to Rosh Chodesh. I can make it to the next month and then I, I need another, I need, I need to work for more. You know, for my next my next section, I need more tshuva, and the tshuva I do in Yom Kippur is not going to make make it for the whole year. So Ashirim imosam anashim shekoach avodas Yom Kippurim deravoda shalahem maspik lamolem ad Yom Kippur abay make it to the whole the whole next one ulam anu where we where mekabetzia where we gather here gather there pchish bana koach lamod miYom Kippurim zad Yom Kippurim abay could we make it the whole way miveli latzar kima. Every Arab Rosh Chodesh, I gotta go collect a little more. I gotta go do a little tshuva. So, they heard that from the Chafetz Chaim and they said, okay. That's the shtivel. That's the shtivel. That, uh, they heard that from the Chafetz Chaim, okay, that shtivel does Yom Kippur Kata. The message obviously is clear, and even if most of us are not going to start doing Yom Kippur Kata, at least, at least what we can do, every Arab Rosh Chodesh, is maybe to do a little bit of tshuva. To think a little bit. We don't have to, I mean, again, the minute most of us, we're not going to be fasting, we're not going to be finding a minion. There are some places that one would find a minion for Yom Kippur Katan, but if not, you know, at least, right, there are a lot of beginnings in Judaism, days, weeks, months, and the Sfarim all say that at the end of every blank, do a little Cheshbon Nefesh before the next day, right, right, I think Mr. Brewer quotes on Erev Shabbos, Yifash Vezbemaisim, to do tshuva at the end of the week, right? Do tshuva at the end of the month, right? Do tshuva at the end of the year. Obviously, that we know. That's famous with Elul. But really, it applies, and that's the Chavetz Chaim story. I don't have enough money to make it all the way to Warsaw. You know, little by little, little by little, like that, uh, like the man on the train. Okay. Moving right along. Achremos and Kedoshim. If you look towards the end of Achremos... Right, we have the Arayos, and we have 
Ushmartem is Chukosai, right? Many, uh, after the Avot, we have a couple of, uh, uh, mitzvos. We have, uh, Kisi Hadam, and we have, uh, uh, Chukosayim Lo Right before Shishi, before the Arayas. Don't follow Mitzrayim, don't follow Kenan. Follow my laws. A couple of general psukim that talk about uh, doing the mitzvot. And at the end of Achreimos also. Right, do, do these mitzvot. Then we have Kedoshim. Kedoshim keeps going back from Ben Adam Lamakom, Ben Adam Achavero. There seems to be a transition. Right? We have to, again, if we think about it, it seems to be obvious. Maybe a little bit of Achremos too. But then if you think about the rest of Sefer Vayikra, we have Kedoshim, Emor, jam-packed with mitzvos. Kedoshim, Emor, Bahar, Bichukosai. If you looked in, in Reb Blumen's by Sefer, he pointed out, and when you see it, you're like, yeah, that's, that makes sense, but let's let's try to clarify and formulate what the what the transition is. Parshas Achremos Kadoshim he writes in source number five. Ma'aviros otanu mechelak arishon shel sefer vayikra taras koanim el chelko asheni. We're going from part one to part two in vayikra. First half to second half. Hachelak arishon shel sefer vayikra osik bedine hamikdash vahakodesh. What's the first half? It's about Kedusha. They're both about Kedusha, as we'll see. But the first half is about the Mikdash and the Kodesh, Karbanos, going into the Mikdash, going into the world of Karbanos. Ketza nechnasim el ha-Kodesh. Mikdash. The Kohanim, who does service in the Beis HaMikdash. Who gets to eat the Karbanos? And Tazriya Mitzorah, how does Tahara take place? How do I become Tahar? The Mitzorah, I have to bring Karbanos, right? The Mechusrei Kapara. Zov, Zov, Yoledes, Mitzorah. Ketan Mitarim, Likras Aknis The first half is going into the Kedusha and going into the Mikdash. What's the second half? Kedoshim doesn't really talk about Karbanos. A little bit, yeah, Kegel, but, but Kedoshim, Emar, it's about life. It's about Beinotam Lamakom and Beinotam Lachavero. And it keeps going back and forth and intertwining. connected to the base of Mikdash. Right, regular life. You have the right Matnisanim and you have all the Moadim in next week's parsha. So let's think about this for a minute, he says, and to formulate it. Because it's two ways that we connect to Kedusha in our lives. There's a lot of Kedusha in the first half. But what does the second half have? Kedoshim Tihiyu. Bikadosh. It's not about going into the Kedusha. The Kedusha as a external institution, like a Beis Hamigdash, like a Karban, like Tara that has to be performed, it's about making ourselves Kadosh. 
It's about bringing the Kedusha into our lives. Two aspects of Sefer Vayikra. Lomofia Bobitu, the first half of the Sefer does not have the expression, Kedoshim Tiyu, Af Pamachat, Al Afa Isa Ganecha Bakodesh, there's so much about Kedusha in the first half. It doesn't talk about us being Kadosh, our being Kadosh. We consume Karbanos, Kedusha. We enter into Kedusha. That's the first half. The second half is we become. We become Kadosh through our daily lives. We become Kadosh through Ben Adam Achavero and connecting to each other. And all the mitzvahs, Ish Imo Baviv Tiro, Shapsose Tishmoru, not, not the cutting the, the peya of my field and the karam and the olos and not stealing and not lying. Right? Chil Hashem and Lifne Iver and Betzadak Tishmar Amisecha, Losikam Velositor, so many mitzvahs. That's bringing the Kedusha into our lives. That's Kedoshim Tihiyu. Not Nichnas El Kodesh. And there's a world of difference between those two elements, the different ways we serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If you look in the, uh, the turn the page, he talks about one is about Hakrava and one is about his conscious. One is about entering and becoming close and one is about bringing it into our lives. He says, Nisala avin ulaharchives hadvarim. Bechelik harishon shal hasefer. Shabanu, where we go into the Mikdash. Hamatarai haga el hakodesh. We have to come to the Kedusha. We have to let, there is, the base of Mikdash is Kadosh. A carbon is Kadosh. And it's our job to be, our avoda, to be connected to it. To bring ourselves to that Kedusha. Leave my place, leave my position, right, to go there. And, and there's a recognition that there is space and there is conceptual distance, physical distance also maybe, but also conceptual distance between the Kedusha and me. And it's my job to go to be Ola El Kedusha. It's going from my limited, narrow space and going to the Makom of Kedusha. I go up the spiritual ladder. Through that, he says, It's a little bit of, of self-effacement, recognizing that the, the Makom HaMikdash, this Mora Mikdash, this recognizing that I have to be on a certain level to take part in the in the karbanos, I have to be a certain level of kedusha v'tara. Karban ma'uto tuoshelas bringing a karban to the base of mikdash. Right, that's I'm entering into the world of the kohanim of Hashem's house. That's all part one of Ayikra. But again, part two of Ayikra, which what we connect to really bizman hazeh, since we don't have a base of mikdash or karbanos or Avoda of, of Tumavatara, Kedoshim Tiyu. We bring the Kedusha to us. We let it shape us. We become elevated, not through going anywhere, but bringing it in, bringing it into our lives. 
Right, the second column. Matares avoda bechelik zeh he lahaviu sonu elak dusha bechelik zeh einenu asukim bekdusha rechoka umuvdelas meitano. We're not involved in in kedusha that's that's far away from us. No, bichol is kadosh batzmenu. We we are becoming kadosh, you know, through the kedusha that we bring in. And maybe it's a it's a uh, transition, and it's something that we have to recognize the distance in order to then bring it into our lives. But again, that's Really, what uh, Kedoshim Tiyu then is a title, really, for the whole second half of, of, um, of Sefer Vayikra. Kedoshim Tiyu, and in that way, fulfilling all of these uh, halachos of Ben Adam Amalcham and El just again perusing so many different types of laws. But that's the point. Kedusha could come when I'm not eating the first three years of my fruit, and Kedusha could come when I'm not eating blood, and when I'm not cutting off the sides of uh, my, my, my payas, and Shabbos, and this so much, but it's all about Kedusha. Okay. And then at the end, we're not going to read it, but at the end, he says, maybe that line was blurred, that balance of recognizing the Kedusha versus becoming Kadosh, the line was blurred with Nadav and Avihu, but um, again, we're not going to read his words about that, about that right now. Okay. Let's do a Ramban together. We did this Ramban about 13 years ago, if you remember. But it's a, uh, it's a definitional Ramban. Again, it's a top, top ten Ramban a la Torah, in my subjective opinion. And, uh, source number eight, again, Ramban at the end of Acharemos, which is also in Yana Dioma, as we, um, uh, feel the, di- the deep Hakaras Atov, uh, to be able to, to, um, to live in Eretz Yisrael and to be part of the, uh, Kibbutz Goliath process that we see unfolding in front of us. Says the Ramban in source number eight. Right, the end of the Achremos, so far the three thoughts that we said are about general. We spoke about Yom Kippur, we spoke about the transition, and now let's get to some of the details of the, of the law. So the Pasuk tells us at the end of Achremos um, that if we don't keep the mitzvahs, Fatitma Haaretz, the land will become defiled, the land will spit out its inhabitants. So on that passage, the Ramban has a, as a major thesis, based on Chazal, based on Midrashim, based on Midrashim. Says the Ramban on the fourth line, Vohainyan. Ki Hashem Hashem created everything as we know, created all universes and everything in our universe. Visam koach hatachtonim boelyonim. The Ramban holds, not all Rishonim would hold of this system. But the Rabban says, Hashem created certain spiritual forces. What we know as Saroshel. Right? Yaakov fought with the angel of Esav. Right? There are certain spiritual forces that Hashem created. Hashem gave to every land, to every nation, Kochav Mazal Yadua, a certain power, a certain Sign, kasher no dabas like astronomers could tell you. Vizel shenemar ashachilak Hashem alakecha, ashacholak Hashem alakecha, osam lekov ha'amim. Hashem gave to all the nations. There's a star of Esav and a star of Yishmael and a star of and uh, all the star, star of Australia and star of uh, of Europe, and there's a different star of every nation and every country. Kicholak lekulam, mazolos b'shamayim ugevohim alehem, malachi elyon, so to speak, uh, guardian angels. They do not have any power inherently, chas v'shalom, that's Avodah Zarah, but Hashem created them. 
What does that mean for us? Indirect hashgacha. Right? Indirect hashgacha. Hashem created forces to be able to, so to speak, be under him. Not under physically, but in power. The Chuldun, he quotes a number of psukim in, in the Tanakh that reflect this. Aval Eretz Yisrael, line 10. Except for the land of Israel. Eretz Yisrael, emsoas ha-yishuv, hinachlas Hashem yuchedes l'shmo. Eretz Yisrael, literally, the middle, middle here doesn't mean physically, it means the center. The center of the universe, Eretz Yisrael, Hashem did not put any administering angel. Hinachlas Hashem yuchedes l'shmo, lo nasan aleha min amalachim, katsin shoter umoshel. There's no spiritual force. Pahan chilo osa la'amo, the land that he gave to his people, he is directly connected to and involved and is mashkiachan. Every land is mine, and this land I take special care of. And this land has special ashkacha. And that's why Ramban explains the palace of the king. The Gemara talks about that. We have to make sure to do mitzvahs even more so in Eretz Yisrael than in Chutz Laaretz. That's not chas v'shalom a reason not to come, not to be there, to have the opportunity to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu closely. But that's what the Ramban says. Skip to a couple of lines. Again, we're not going to read the whole thing. Line 24. V'hinei Even though in Chutz Laaretz is also... Uh, amazingly connected and everything is L'shem Shamayim and everything is as the last Mishnah says in Perkyavos L'chvodo Barativ everything is created to honor God the whole world but still in Tara Bashlema there cannot be full purity Ba'avur HaMishar Sema Moshlem because there is not there isn't direct Hashgacha in Chutz Laaretz whatever that means Whatever that means, direct, indirect, but the close-knit HaKadosh Baruch Hu being mashkiach directly on Eretz Yisrael, only on Eretz Yisrael, says the Ramban. Sometimes the other nations, right, serve their guardian angel, Saro Shel Esav, Saro Shel, Shel any other nation. So obviously it's a mistake. But that doesn't exist for Eretz Yisrael. There is no Sar. It's all direct, Tashkacha with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why, skip a couple of lines, go to the next page. We know the story in Tanakh of the Kusim. Right? Remember the Kusim were a nation that, I think Sancherev, the king of Asher, put into Eretz Yisrael, the exile the Jews. He put another nation from Chutzlaretz into the land of Israel. And they were punished for doing the same abominable actions in the land of Israel that they hadn't been punished for in Chutzlaretz. Well, I remember the Arayos, the lions were sent. Why? Because now they're in the palace of the king, says the Ramban. Where it's underlined. They weren't punished in their lands. There were no lions sent to them there. But when they came to Eretz Yisrael and they'd follow their earlier actions, then the lions came. What are the lions doing there? They were doing the same things, but now you're in the palace. Now you're in the palace. Eretz Yisrael ain't a kashar ratzos. Why? Because there's no sar. There's no sar. And then the Ramban quotes something startling based on the Medrash. And the Vilna Gon cannot even fathom, right? The Ramban doesn't quote it all here, but if you put this Ramban together with the Ramban and Pashas Ekev, the Ramban says, 
Even the same mitzvos that we do in Chutz Laaretz are not the same as we do in Eretz Yisrael. Even mitzvos not connected to the land. Right, he doesn't quote it here. Let's just read his Lashon here. Even though I'm going to exile you to outside the land of Israel, keep doing mitzvos. So when you come back, it won't be new. There's an element of that's lacking. Again, you take the Raman literally, it's practice. No. Mitzvahs are chovas aguf. You have to do it filling and tzitzes and ikosher. The mitzvahs I say, mitzvahs lo say. But the Ramban is saying there is an element. There's an element that's lacking, right? In every mitzvah, right? The story in the uh, even, right? The Ramban's lushen in akev based on the medrash is filling the mezuzas. Filling the mezuzas, even filling the mezuzas has a different element. I've quoted in the past Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, whose yard side was just this past Shabbos. Aleph uh, Aleph Er says that he one time picked up Rav Hutner, his rebbe from the airport. In, here in Israel, and he, and he said, I want to go put on tefillin. Remember, you put tefillin on on the plane. Yeah, that was Chutzlar's tefillin. I want to put on Eretz Yisrael tefillin. Okay, that's not Lamaisa for us, because we, we don't feel the difference between Chutzlar's tefillin and Eretz Yisrael tefillin. Rav Hutner felt the difference based on this Ramban. That's what he says, A master who sends out his wife and says, no, keep putting on makeup even when you're out so that, you know, you keep yourself beautiful. We have to keep ourselves beautiful. In the eyes of Hashem. Oh, he quotes it. I'm sorry. I forgot he quotes it here also. And we know the Ramban was just not just a man of, of word. He was a man of action. Right? Do as I do, not just as I say. And we know the Ramban himself moved to the land of Israel. Right? He was the leader of the Spain. He was the leader of, uh, of, the entire, the diaspora. And he came to Yerushalayim, there wasn't even a minion, right? He sent to bring Sifrei Torah, right? That's the Ramban Shul that's located, they say, in that spot. Um, but this is the, um, this is the Ramban. And then he continues, and he gives his, his approach to how the Avos, how some of the Avos seem to violate some of the Averis, even though we know, Chazal tell us that the Avos kept all the mitzvahs. Says the Ramban, when he's coming back to Eretz Yisrael, he says, "Get rid of the the psalim." And Yaakov was back to two sisters. How is that possible? Rachel died on the way back. On the way back, Yaakov was not married to two sisters in Eretz Yisrael. That was part of the divine plan orchestrated. She didn't die in Chutz Laaretz, but unbelievable. Her she was she was able to be niftera in Eretz Yisrael. Um, he was not married to two sisters. That's the Ramban. So Ramban tells us the defining nature. We have to make sure that we always have this on our mind. Eretz Yisrael being the focus of our Jewish past and our Jewish and our Jewish future. Okay, so we get to Kedoshim. We get to Kedoshim to you. Later on in the parasha, we have this Kadishtem Beisem Kedoshim. The Medrash tells us, Rev Zevin quotes the Medrash here, source 10, Uba Medrash, Angels have Kedusha Achas. They're described, Umamar Kadishin Sheilta. Angels are described with one word, Kedusha. But we human beings, since we have a Yetzahara, we have Shtei Kedushos. 
What does that mean? Because we have a Yetzirah, we have double Kedusha. Right? If we didn't have a Yetzirah, that would give us more Kedusha. Right? Well, because we have a Yetzirah, Sholeit Banu, so we have two Kedushos. Says Rav Zevin, in his classic creative style. Havdol ben Aleph Lebeis, the difference between one and two. Lo ze, lo It's not just that one and one is two is two. There's a qualitative jump between one and two. Right? Havdol harbi yoser gadol. Echad mora al koach hayisodisha bedavar. One represents the, the foundation of something. There's some independence. One reflects independence. One doesn't have growth. Right? One is itself. It exists. Right? One is, you know, it just, you know, there's, there's nothing more than one. There's nothing added on to one. Maybe it has the power of expansion, but one is not expanded. One is just the existence of the root of something. That idea, well, let's just say two and then we'll come back. Two represents expansion. Two is double. Two is hispastus. It's spreading out. One versus two. Let's go back to one for a second. One is limited. It can't expand. That could be for one of two reasons, says Rev, says Rev Zevin. Why would one not expand? Either because it's already perfect there's no room for expansion when you are the whole. That's one reason. One explanation. Mitzara shlemus u mitzara tzimtzum. Or, or because it's limited. It's limited. It can't expand because it's limited. It was created limited. Says of Zevin, obviously, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is one. Hashem Echad. But he's one because he's perfect and he's complete. There's no expansion possible because he is everything. He is Hamakom. But as we're going to see in a moment, he's going to say, angels are the other type of one Kedusha. They're not going anywhere. They are created in the way that they will always be. Angels can't move up and down, get closer or further from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They are who they are. There's one, they are Kadosh. But just that that's it, they're one. We'll get the people in a second. Let's just keep going in his order. Lefichach, line 15. Anochi Hashem Elokecha starts with an Aleph. Barashas Barlokim starts with a Bez. Why? Because the Kaddish Baruch Hu is one. Is complete. It's perfection. Right? But the Anochi ain't nofel boshum shinui shel tofefes v'ribuy chas v'shalom. You can't have any gidul otzmicha. Ani Hashem lo shanisi. Bria. Barashas, that's two. Because the world is all about expansion. The world is all about taking it to the next level, Gidl Vitzmicha. And now he says, in the continuation, in source number 11 now, Hamalachimim Omdim. It's pointed out by the Gra and others. Angels are standing, they're Omed. They have one level of Kedusha, Gavriel, Michal, Rafal. They're not getting any closer to Hashem than where they are for eternity. Nivru Bitchila, Bekochos Mugbalim. They are created with limited powers. Jews, we are Mahalchim, as the Pasuk says. Angels have one level of Kedusha because that's all they're ever going to have. We have two. What is two? Two represents development and expansion. And that's what we're about. Dafka, because we have a Yetzirah. We could go in both directions. 
But the power of expansion and greatness is there for us, and this is the power of Kedusha. Right? Kedusha, Kedoshin to you, be Kadosh, we could be Kadosh. We could have double Kedusha, unlike the angels. Okay. Moving right along. Beginning of Kedoshim, let's try to squeeze in two more ideas. The beginning of Kedoshim. Right, Kedoshim we mentioned is, is maybe the title for the rest of the Sefer. Kedoshim to you. So the first Pasuk, right after the title, what does Hashem pick? Mora Avaim, Shabbos, Ani Hashem Is there a message in that Pasuk that's a composite message putting all those three phrases together? Shabbos and Ani Hashem Says the Chayim Moshe, Moshe Bik. Amazing. Number one, does this Pasuk have to do with something with Kedoshim to you? As I said, the first Pasuk right after this major announcement. Number two, is there a connection between the three mitzvahs in the same Pasuk? Chazal already pick up on Shabbos and keep it off the aim. Venira, says the Chayim Moshe, line nine. Levair. Someone who's going up the spiritual ladder. Someone who is becoming Kadosh. There's a danger. As we go up the spiritual ladder, there's a danger. There's a danger of arrogance. There's a danger of looking down at others. There's a danger that it might go to my head. How much I learn? You know how many mitzvahs I do? You know what time I come to davening? How much kavana I have? Look around. When I finish davening, look, everybody finished davening before me. You know how long my shmon asra is? Right? I look around. Right? If, if somebody finished before me, ah, they, they say it very fast. If, they, if, it's too, if it's longer than me, oh, they're very, they're very firm. They don't have any kavana. So, right? We, we can focus on ourselves. Midas avonos. Right, Gaiva could outweigh, arrogance could outweigh so much of our Avodah Hashem. We have to be so careful. So we always have to focus on what we still need to do. And that we're still lacking and we're not perfect. And yes, feel good about ourselves. But we have to know. Ha'itza where it's underlined. Shabakal Madrega Sha'olaba Yivdok Achar Migra Osav the Chisron Osav. We have to still look at what we still need to do. And keep our broken heart in front of HaKadosh Baruch What's the secret? What could we be thinking about? There's a mission in Pirkei Avos. We look at these three things and we don't come to sin. Where have you come from? Where are you going? And it's not just about Averis in general. Says the Chayim Moshe, maybe it's about Avera, the Avera. That means arrogance. That means Gaiva. These are three things to focus on in order to prevent ourselves from being too arrogant. Me'ayin Bata, where did we come from? Look where we came from. We came from a nothing. Mitipasrucha. Where are we going? Look where we're going. Not to a place where we want to focus on so much. These all three help us in our quest of spiritual growth without arrogance. Says the Chayim Moshe, Kedoshim Tihu. Hashem says to be Kadosh. Live an uplifted life. So that, that could lead to arrogance. That could lead to too, too much. So what are the three mitzvahs? Mora Ava'im, Shabbos, 
and Ani Hashem Elokeichem. Those are the three phrases. So La'achar Shetziv Hakadosh Baruch Hu Lebnei Yisrael. After Hashem tells us Kedoshim to you, Yatzibu Yishis Alu Bnei Yisrael Majigas Ramos. We should go up very high levels. There's a worry. Ish Imo Vaviv Tiro. First, focus on your parents. What is that parallel to? Me'ayin Bata Mitipasrucha. You have parents. You came from your parents. Remember where you came from. Romez Almash Amaratana Me'ayin Basa Shabsosai Tishboru. Shabbos. Think about the day Shakula Shabbos. Think about the day that there's there's only rest. There's no more accomplishing. The day that there's Shvisa. Right? After 120, there's Shvisa. There's ceasing to to continue our creative behavior. Shvisa Romez Alamisa. Shalachar Misa Yishbos Gufa Adam Bianuach. So that's Ulana Tolech. And then Aniasham Alokechem, but Vimiatas Litin Din Vachashman. Unbelievable. This Pasuk in the Parsha, Kedoshim to you, be amazing, but don't let it go to your head. How do you make sure of that? The next Pasuk, which is parallel to the three things that uh, the Mishnah tells us. is the third one. One more Ha'ara. Uh, one more to add. One more to add. He said, turn the page for a minute. He goes to Medrash, which we're also going to talk about in the next source, Ez Hashem, the Medrash tells us at the beginning of the parsha, line seven, Kedoshim Tiyu Bi Kadosh, Yachal Kamoni. You might think you could be holy like me. Kamash Mulan, no. Right? My Kedusha is higher than your Kedusha. So all the Mepharshim deal with what's, what's the Havamina? That we could be Kadosh like Hashem. And we say, no, no, you can't be Kadosh like Hashem. So it explains the Chayim Moshe. Rev Chiyala, Adasa Adam, Shichal Kadosh, Kedusha, Soshal Agarish Baruchu. We could be Kadosh like Hashem. What does that mean? Elakiyah Ef Shalomar maybe Hakadosh Baruch Hu has Gaiva and Anava at the same time. Right? What does Chazal say? B'makam shetehei Gavluso Shamteyam v'Sanuso. Hashem Allah Geus Lavesh, but Hashem is also with Daka Shval Ruach. Yachol Kamoni. You might think that you human beings could also have this balance, be amazingly and think of yourself as great and also be Anava at the same time. No, no, no. You can't, you can't have both as human beings. Raka Kadosh Baruch Hu Yochol Isnaig b'midazu shebemakom to the motzei gedulaso ata motzei anvasanuso. But when it comes to a human being, right? Lo kin atem yulu deisha krutzei chomer says just anava. So be great and reach great heights, but make sure the focus is the anava and not the and not the gapus. Just the chayim Moshe, the pasuk. The Mishnah in Pirkei Avos, the parallel to to um, the three aspects in Pirkei Avos. The final thought, another answer to that question that we just asked. Look, the Sefer Ateras Yehoshua, I'm not sure who that is, quoted here in a, one of the Likutim, Tiva Prim, and quotes his Medrash, also the top left. Kedoshim Tiyu, Yachol Kamoni, Tamalomer, Ki Kodosh Ani. Kedosh Asilam Alam, Kedosh Aschem. What's the Havamina? Ech Yala Aladas, Sheyuchal Nivra. How is it possible that a person... A human being, a creation, can imagine to be like a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Lizdamos lekedushas baro. Achutz rochakad. But I got to tell us, no, 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 don't think so. So he says the Gemara says in Maseches Yuma, Adi mekadesh has asmo milamata mekachon asmo milamala. The Medrash says that everything we do in life, any any stage, any kedusha that we could reach in life, is only with siyata deshmaya. Can't do it ourselves. We're physical human beings made of flesh and blood. 
Who are we to sanctify our lives? Who are we to cleanse ourselves spiritually? How do we have the audacity to think that we could do that? You know what? We can, because HaKadosh Baruch is going to help us. If we jump up, HaKadosh Baruch will meet us. We have to take the first step, yes. Hashem will come down to help us. If we don't even try, we're not going to... Right? We have to be makadish milamata. We have to first raise ourselves up to be zochet to the divine help. Says the says the 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 tivapnimim here quoting here. Zel kavanas hamedrash kedoshim tiyu yachol kamoni. You might think like me, Klomar. Yachol kamosha kadosh baruch hu kadosh beetzem. I'm inherently kedusha. I don't need any external forces to help me. I'm kedusha flows from me. I don't need anything. So you might think you could do that too. Independently reaching the highest levels? No, no, no. My Kedusha is different. you got to do your part and I'm going to help you. My Kedusha will flow on you, but only when you try to be Mekadish yourself, when you raise yourself up. Yes, be Kadosh. Be Kadosh, but it's not going to come from me. Without any of your effort, without any of your taking the next step. So as we have the start the second half of Sefer Vayikra, and we recognized, as we said earlier, that it's not just about going into Kedusha and participating in Kedusha, but it's about becoming Kadosh. It's about, you know, being part of, part of, uh, bringing it into our lives as all the mitzvahs of Achremas, Kedoshim, Emar, Baharbach, Kosai, all the mitzvahs have to do with every aspect of life. Every aspect of our life. We recognize that we need Siyat HaDashmaya. We recognize that if we take the first step, Hashem, Hashem will meet us. We can't do it alone, but He has promised us that He will be there for us. He will be able, allow us to become Kadosh and be like Him in that way. Okay, we'll stop here. Baruch Hashem. The Haschala into the second half of Vayikra. We will continue next time with Parshas Amor.